I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, Wednesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM. The Sports Animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. Get into some NFL stuff at the end of the show. Got a question for everybody. Jared, you included. Who will take the first snap of the season next September for the Baltimore Ravens? The Giants and the Seahawks paid their quarterbacks. I put can. Oops, paid their quarterbacks. Derek Carr to the Saints. Does that automatically make them the NFC South favorites? Some other things going on there in the NFL as well. It is Wednesday, so we'll have our Tucker family beef of the week. Thinking of Monty, Danielle, Tommy, Nelda, Reed, Mason, all the Tuckers, Granny T. All out there. Sunny Point, Oklahoma. Check out the Tucker Family Beef Facebook page, website, TuckerFamilyBeef.com. Tell you all about them throughout the show. So we'll have that. In a, uh, NBA, Thunder beat the Warriors for the first time in a while last night. They're right there in the play-in, playoff spot mix. Ja Morant, man, looks like uh, Jim talked about that two-game suspension that uh, the, the, looks like probably the team has levied. Now the NBA investigating. There's some different things about possible suspension lengths if you have firearms on team in team facilities such as a plane. It could be a really lengthy suspension for John Morant if it as they do this investigation. I doubt it because I don't think Adam Silver has the cojones to do something drastic to John Morant. Uh, no matter if he broke the law or not, the, or the, the law of the NBA or not. But there's some pretty wild stuff out there with that. Also, did you see J.J. Redick versus Perk yesterday? It was good stuff. We'll talk about that. The implications there. 2A state tournament underway yesterday. Let me tell you who won. Hobart Bearcats, unfortunately, unable to. 4A starts today. Can't wait. As uh, the boys get going right now in the 4A state tournament. Oklahoma, state of Oklahoma, will have an NCAA tournament team. Sorry, Sooners and Cowboys. Don't know that it's you. <laughs> will it get two? Big. That'll be a 
We'll know a little bit more about that after tonight with Bedlam basketball up in Kansas City. I will say this, though. There's some stuff working for OSU so far with these smaller smaller tournaments. We haven't seen any major upsets well, that might have kind of stolen a bid possibly away from the Cowboys. What else would, do we need to see? What else would be uh, good for OSU as we move along here through conference tournament week? 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can shoot, uh, talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime right in. 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, stay in touch with us a couple of ways. Log on to KADSAN.com. Download the app. The app's got all the radio. It's got the Penny News. Brand new edition of the Penny News at the website last night at midnight. Right there at thepennynews.com. Our fearless leader will be headed to get the print copy, print edition of the Penny News today. So it'll start filtering out. This evening in some locations, by tomorrow morning, you can pick up a free copy of the newest Penny News. We've also got, uh, when, within the app, when it's rolling, Big Elk and Paragon TV. As we just finished up the basketball season there. And also the Skinny on Sports podcast, KADSAM.com. Always iTunes, every now and then. Good morning, Jared. Good morning. How's it going? It's good. Did you watch any 2A basketball yesterday? I did, a little bit. It I had did. it on in the background um, in my office yesterday and had it on. And, um, I mean, obviously would have loved to see one Western Oklahoma team there. It didn't happen. So it was just, you know, fun to have basketball on and not have any kind of affiliation with anybody. Maybe, you know, Hobart, we can say we're rooting for or were. Um, watched a little bit of the – it was funny because I turned it on right when this was happening, the Preston – Boys, was it Wellston? Am I saying that right? Preston played Hobart. Girls, boys. Preston played Hobart. Oh, who's the girl? Wellston and, oh, Dale. Was it Dale? Dale and Worcester? Worcester. Worcester. Worcester, yeah. yeah. And, um, cool moment. Cool moment at the end where it had a kid, uh, obviously doesn't get a lot of playing time, and but really energetic, and he got a hit a three. That was pretty cool. And I watched Hooker, girls. Oops. Yeah, I turned it off quickly. <laughs> like, well, what else? Oh, ORU's on. ORU's about to tip off. <laughs> I talked about it yesterday. Hooker Man. really got a tough break when Dale lost on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, I was actually texting a little bit with the Dale coach last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Ask him how they played and looking ahead. Um, you know, I, I think and he, this isn't from him. This is from some other people I talked to last weekend about the two-way tournament and, you know, kind of the shock of Merritt not being there. And then, um, but uh, the person I was talking to, getting kind of some intel a little bit about about what she thought about the teams from around the state, um, she thought that Ampo and Dale were kind of on one level and maybe everybody else was just a little bit below. So now we see that in the semifinals instead of the finals and because Dale wasn't the one seed and Ampo the two seed as they were ranked, you know what I'm saying, going mm-hmm. in to the state tournament. So that ends up being a Friday game instead of a Saturday Saturday game because Dale got upset. But, yeah, uh, Dakota's right on the on the text line. It's 25-4 to four at halftime. Dale was on top of Hooker. And that can be a way of, like, two free throws and one made bucket. That was it. That was it. I was really shocked that they got just barely over 20 points. At that rate, I thought, they're not going to score 20 in this game. But, of course, you know, Dale, I'm sure, pulled off the – 
uh, the ones and possibly even twos. And but um, just goes to show you, man, how big of an upset I think that really was with Hooker beating Merritt. How about Paul Huska? Did you realize Paul Huska got beat at home in district? No, I didn't. No. Paul Huska wow. got beat at home in the district tournament, and now they've ripped off six in a row. Seven in a row. Yeah. Wow. Through regionals, they, through area, and now winning the first round of the state tournament over number five Preston, they bombed them. 56 to 30. And Merritt had a chance to win that game against Absolutely. Paul Make a couple chances. of free throws, yeah. and the Oilerettes are, in, are winning that game. Just, man, you never know. That's why you play them, but interesting outcomes. But I, you know, but then the ones that, like the Dale boys, oh, oh my, <clears throat> they look the part, don't they? Dude, that was a. I mean, beating. I here's the deal. It, I think I that was that fifty on. to thirteen at half. Yeah, I turned that on when it started. Okay, and you know, and, and I'm, when I'm we're at work, I mute it. Because I get too distracted. I, so I mute it, and I'm doing my stuff. <laughs> you don't want to hear that? God bless him, man. I love it. I it, do, too. It's exciting. I do, too. Um, <clears throat> but I'm doing my work. I look down. I I kid you not, Aaron. I look down for maybe a matter of not even five min- minutes. Maybe right at or just under five minutes. And I look up. It's like 40 to 8. See, I, Like that. It was 6 to nothing. I got up. I went and got it, like filled my cup up with water, talked for just a second, said good morning type things, you know, to everybody up front. Mm-hmm. Came back and it was 20 to 3. Yeah. I mean, it was like that. Yeah. And when I looked up, I thought, didn't, what did I, did the stream skip ahead? Did I start <laughs> right. behind it? Skip ahead? Uh-huh. No, that happened in real time. I mean, they could fill it up in a hurry. Now, there's a lot of people that think this is one of the best smaller, you know, the the 4A down or the 2A, for sure in 2A, one of the best teams in a while. I mean, obviously, when you're in 2A and you've got Blake and Taylor Griffin, you know, that's a lot to deal with. Sure. For yeah. that size of school with those guys on the floor together back, you know, but still. That, that Dale team, I, I think it opened eyes when they went up and won that tournament of champions. It's like, oh, my gosh. No, this is a real team. I, I'm like, for yeah. any class. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Piccola yeah. gets the chance next. That was a man, that was a tough finish just the way it happened. Did you see that finish? No, I didn't. It was know. tied at thirty nine. I think free throws did. Piccola had well, and it was the right it was just one of those kind of a kid got the ball for Piccola, went in the lane. They blocked the shot. Uh Hennessy did, blocked the shot, the ball's loose, and they kind of collide and the guy from I mean Hennessy fouled him, grabbed his arm off and they made one free throw, missed the other with like three seconds left, and Hennessy wasn't able to do anything out of timeouts. You know, I think that's one thing you start to see. You know, we mentioned, you know, with Scott Hines with eight titles, Hamer's got six and eight years or what have you. Coach Beer, you know, I think you these games are so close a lot of times. The use of timeouts is an interesting thing. Because there's some coaches that want to call them throughout the, to stop runs, right? And, and there's times where anybody kind of has to. But if you notice the other night, it, and nothing, it didn't transpire this way, so we couldn't 
really talk about it on the broadcast the way I was hoping we would. But you know, you looked up in that Class A boys game, and it was an eight-point advantage for for Caddo with like 27 seconds left. But Coach Clark at OK had saved four timeouts. Those are invaluable at the end of games because it's the only way you can stop the clock mm-hmm. and force the other team to have to do something. And yesterday, going into those free throws, Hennessy had a timeout. And they called it before he shot either free throw. I just don't understand that. Because at that point now, I mean, I'm sure you're drawing up a play for a make. Well, then he missed the second one, and the kid took one dribble and threw it from the yeah, three-quarter know, court. Yeah. Instead of being I mean, able to – isn't that like in football you call two plays? You know, well, if, if this happens, we do this. If yeah, this but happens, you got a minute, that. and you know it's hard to get that drawn up. And I sure. know they run this – they, they yeah. practice this stuff all the time. Right. But even then, like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay – can you get the if they make it? Can you run something to to throw it to half line? Call your last time out and have two seconds. You know something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Instead, two instead, a, yeah. But from the half line, two seconds is a whole hell of a lot say, better. Yeah. I was gonna say it's yeah. an eternity. You can catch, dribble a couple times, and still shoot. Yeah, from the half line, especially yeah. if that's where you're inbound. Yeah. But instead, they were just kind of hamstrung. They couldn't do anything. Even on a miss, you can't call a timeout and set something up. You've just got to go, and, yeah. and unfortunately, I mean, listen, it was going to take a heck of a deal anyway, but it, it just I, I just noticed that. That and end-of-quarter stuff, it seems like, can really turn these playoff games. When I mean end-of-quarter, when one team realizes, okay, you know, we're down three going into the fourth quarter. We have the ball to, to end the third and start the fourth, making sure the other team doesn't get that – doesn't get a possession in between there at the end of quarters, I, I think – you, you see just different styles, and not that one's wrong and one's right. I, I would agree with one more than the other, but um, it, it just feels like there's certain coaches that really value that stuff, and and a lot of times it works out in their favor. Uh, so the the semifinals coming up on Friday in Class A boy or Class Two A, excuse me, boys, Dale and Pacola, Oklahoma Christian Academy, and Preston. On the girls' side, Dale and Ampo is the first semifinal. Howe and Paw Huska is the second semifinal. Now, today, up at the big house, 4A, uh, 4A is getting going, boys and girls. There's a game on the floor right now, Oklahoma Christian School and Douglas. Man, listen, these all four could be really good games on the boys' side. Girls' side, maybe not yet. By the time we get to Friday at UConn, I think that's when you'll start seeing some some titanic matchups on the girls' side. But the boys is going to start today. There's going to be good games all day at the fairgrounds, or all morning at the fairgrounds. Uh, Oklahoma Christian and Douglas up first. Kingfisher Stillwell second. Weatherford Newcastle third. North Rock Creek and uh, Crossings Christian is the final morning session game at 1.30. Weatherford's at noon. Kingfisher Stillwell at 10.30. I, I, I can't wait. It's going to be a good day of basketball up at the big house of 4A boys and then the 4A girls. Mm-hmm. Eventually he's going to get really good as well. Yeah, yeah. the 4A boys. It kind of reminds me of the Class A boys. I think all eight of these teams could make a case for being a team that could be playing for the gold ball on Saturday. So it makes, for me, a wide-open tournament. And you're right. So this opening round, I think we'll get up four really good games. I think we will, too. Despite even the past result between Weatherford and Newcastle, I think I think it. Uh, I still think it'll be a good one. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. I, I, I think it's uh, Newcastle's first-ever trip to the state tournament. Can you believe that? No, I can't. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Weatherford hadn't had boy much Trey su- has not been bragging about that. Usually he's good at that. That's uh, first trip. Uh, what I had seen on on social on the social medias 
Weatherford hasn't been as good as you'd think in the in the tournament. Maybe it's because when they were good is when I was in high school. Uh, there are only three and nine in nine trips. They made the finals in '98, losing to um, McGinnis and McGinnis in the championship game. So they got the one silver ball, and they've been then last year they won a game and got beat in the semifinals. So they've only won and nine trips. They've only won games twice. That's kind of surprising to me, but it is what it is, I guess. Uh, when you, it may be just surprising because the one year they made the finals, I was a junior in high school and got to watch them and and all that. So. Um, it'll be interesting. I can't wait for 4A boys. Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, has somebody going to the NCAA tournament, Jared. Simmer down, OSU fans. It's not you yet. Hmm. Oral Roberts, the Golden Eagles, just put a beating. Was it North Dakota State? Was it the Bison? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was the Green yeah. ones. Yeah. The just green hammered ones. the Bison. Uh, what was There it is. 92-58. Max Asmus still there. Connor Vanover, seven foot five. They had a guy off the bench. It seemed like the announcers were shocked that scored so many points. They kept on kind of well, man. If you'd have told me they were going to get twenty off the bench, I'd have told you North Dakota State had no chance, and they don't. Blah blah blah. Uh, but anyway, ORU thirty and four, punching their ticket to the big dance. There's going to be an audible groan on Sunday evening somewhere in this country. When some number five seed, they go, number five seed is so whoever. And they're joined with a number 12 team, Oral Roberts. And they're going to go, ah, no. They're a good team. I don't want to play them yeah. first. They are a good team. I, I think that they will be – there's always that kind of the darling going into it mm-hmm. that people that pay a lot of attention to, to college basketball kind of have circled – them, uh, College of Charleston, some of those other teams, you know, smaller schools, that everybody's going to pick to win at least one round. Let's see. Who would it be? It would be Iowa State right now. Oral Roberts, Iowa State would be the 512. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's one I would probably lean Oral Roberts. That's what you know. Yeah. That's I think there's going to be a bunch of people. The real question is who's going to put them into the next weekend? You know, is someone going to be brave enough to to make you get have to, them win twice? Yeah, to pull off another they, Ohio State type upset that they did a couple years ago. They would get they would get UConn or Iona next in this bracket. Sign me up. I'd put them in there. Charleston. You know who Charleston would get? Uh-uh. Kentucky. Nah, no, I'm not. I'm not sold on that. Anyway. <laughs> There's always a five twelve. Yeah, they're always those are the yeah. There's always one. There's, there's always, always a twelve one. or even a couple twelves that that can do it. Uh, OSU is the last team out according to Joe Lenardi right now. They have to win tonight, obviously. Bedlam basketball in the Big Twelve tournament up in Kansas City this evening. Um, do you think that's enough, or does it depend on some maybe some other results around the country? That would make that would make OSU that. feel, feel, yeah, no, feel better I, about I being in. I didn't even think about that other. I mean, and then what they would need, what they would want to happen is kind of what you alluded to earlier. You, you don't need upsets in these smaller conferences. And so far, it really kind of had it hadn't all, happened with yeah, the, the the one seeds have been winning as as expected. But if you start seeing that happen, and and these smaller conferences are pretty much more or less wrapping up wrapping up now or today or tomorrow. And so we'll know, you know, who's punched their ticket and who hasn't out of those smaller conferences. 
and who has stolen a seat or stolen a, a, a you know a ticket from someone that needs it or think that they can get in on by way of the bubble that being OSU so yeah you got to root for those one seeds if you're OSU yeah, in the, in the smaller conferences like ORU was last night. That would have not have been good if they had lost because I still think they would have got in, honestly. It would have been close. It would have been close, but I think they, their resume is, is good enough to get in. Um, But, uh, yeah, OSU – but they can't – you know, here comes the coach speak. You, you can't worry about what you can't control. You can only worry about what you can. And for OSU, they got to win tonight and, and maybe oh, – You beat never, Texas, you, you beat feel Texas, good. Texas, I think you're in. And we're – or does does winning tonight and looking good against Texas do anything for you? No, wins. I, I don't think. Here's some other teams that you need to be paying attention to from the big conferences early on. It wouldn't hurt your feelings if, say, Mississippi State, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Arizona State, North Carolina, Michigan, those types of teams lose. Because those – Wisconsin, Arizona State, North Carolina, and Michigan are right behind OSU as far as the outside of the bubble. Mm -hmm. And so, loss obviously, losses would take them off. But the same thing could be said about Oklahoma State with a loss tonight to Oklahoma. Oh, here we go. We've got a picture from Bill. 40 years ago, 1983, Cheyenne Bears were headed to state for the first time in 20 years since 1963. I'm going to zoom in on this. I'm going to guess there's a mullet or two. Those are sweet uniforms. Are you seeing this? Oh, yeah. On my, the text line? My dad graduated in 77. I wonder if he wore that uniform. Those are sweet, those man. Were new. <laughs> Listen, those are cool. Those look exactly like Hoosiers uniforms. I love the Paired with the socks. Socks. Yeah. The white tube socks Sign with three. With that. That's awesome. Orange circles around just above the calf, in between the calf and the knee. <laughs> Shorts are well above the Shorts knee. Shorts are way <laughs> above. The, there is no Fab Five going on here, folks. Yeah. It just it almost looks like a belt on because they're tucked in and looking so nice. That's that's good stuff there. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. That's cool. Sam said I played against them. They were damn good. <laughs> damn, Sam. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> he must have been a freshman. <laughs> oh, man. So what do you think happens tonight? Uh, Oklahoma State <clears> – <throat> They have a huge advantage inside against Oklahoma. We've seen it from an athletic standpoint, especially CSA and those guys just kind of dominated Tanner Groves at, at times in these matchups. You know, Oklahoma had the better of it in the first half at Stillwater, but after that, OSU dominated the, la the last three quarters against the Sooners. It does, it does seem like Oklahoma It's probably maybe playing better coming into this game over the last few, obviously with OSU losing 5-6. to six. Oklahoma, even in the losses, very competitive in a lot of times. A lot of those games, whether or not it's on the road or at home, coming off a beatdown of TCU. I just don't know if OU is going to be able to shoot it well enough to overcome that huge discrepancy in the paint. No, I agree. I um. It's funny because if you ask both fan bases, how do you think it's going to happen? And they would say the other team, I feel like the other team's going to win. It kind of does feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs> There's like, no, is there so much pessimistic attitudes towards their respective team? Um, so I'm one of them. I think OSU wins because uh, of the size advantage. I, I think they uh, just physically are better than OU. But, you know, kudos to Porter Mosier because he could have lost this team a long time ago. And like what you said, I said this yesterday, that 
they appear to be playing, still playing for something. There's nothing to play for other than pride at this point, and maybe be that spoiler or something. And maybe they could come in and go, hey, guys, they got us the first two times. Let's get them where it counts where we can knock them out of the NCAA tournament. And so he hasn't lost the team. I think that's clear. They're playing okay, still competitive basketball. I think this will be a more competitive Bedlam game at a neutral site, but I think um, I think the size advantage is is big for, for OSU. So I think they win like a squeaker. I think it'll be a close one between two eh, okay, mediocre teams. Yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, this is a first-round <laughs> game in the Big 12 tournament. I mean, it's not the championship game. I mean, it is what it is, is what I'm saying. It just is what it is. Yeah, it's just important. The only reason anybody's paying any attention is because Oklahoma State has to win it to be yeah. able to get into the uh, – to, to kind of put another foot forward yeah. in the NCAA the tournament. It will be empty. It will yeah. be – it just it just is what it is. I don't know if Iowa State and Kansas fans are going to turn out for this one for like they will. Night game at like they will on Thursday. No, no. Um, I give the edge oh my to gosh. OSU. Douglas is crushing OCS. I had a feeling. What's the score? 29 to 12. Yeah. Well, there's still a chance. Well, how much time? Three minutes-ish in the second quarter. OCS. Luke Gray not able to. He's a monster down there. Golly. He's just a junior. Anyway, Douglas is crushing him so far. Um, what about... Uh, did you see the stuff from the border regions? That was a big topic yesterday on this on the airwaves at Oklahoma with the amount of money that's allocated oh. to the different sports. Do you? I, I break it down for me. I didn't. Okay, so it was like quick. a it was like one like one hundred and seventy five million allocated to football uh, for upgrades and facilities. Seventy five million for like a, a basically like a, a hangout tutorial type center mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, forty-eight million for renovations at Eldell Mitchell. Another forty-eight million for the softball. Nine million for football for uh, men's and and women's basketball. Okay, is that just a, an example of the commitment that that the administration has to basketball lagging so far behind? I think that would be if you're a pessimist. I think that's your answer. If you're a optimist, I think glass half full. And Joe C actually alluded to this a little bit. What's the point of spending a whole bunch of money renovating an arena that you don't want anyway? Hmm. Interesting comment. Is that writing on the wall? Of well, it, he just said that the another looking? option is being explored. Right. So is is it one of those situations where we, what's the point of dumping a ton of money into something that we're trying to get rid of anyhow? It's funny you say that, and I'll tell you why later. But – yeah, I listen. At the end of the day, you're, you're pumping money into the money making machine, and that's the football program, right? That, I mean, it almost looks like a little bit of a stair step with success. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're a basketball fan, you go, "Oh yeah, they went six and seven. <laughs> they being the football team, right? Right. Yeah, but I think there's also that. Well, okay, it was just announced. We got a date when we're in the SEC. That goes for all sports. Yeah. But again, the money making thing. I mean, well, and I just shuts down on Saturdays if there's a home game. And I don't think it's fair to compare football. I think it's more when you look at baseball getting forty eight million, mm-hmm. softball getting forty seven point nine million, both basketball. So that's ninety five million. If you want to combine those two sports, that's ten times more than what basketball is getting. And on the other side of it, I mean, 
OSU, or OU women just split a title, regular season title for the first time since '09. Was that this? I mean, something like that. Some at least a share of the title. Yeah. Yeah, I could see the argument there, but that's an interesting comment by Joe. I think you got to be hoping that it's just because they don't want to pile a whole bunch yeah. of money onto something that they're trying to fix. That eventually they're gonna. I think that's what you're hoping yeah. for. It's like, wait, just was it like, hey, be patient. There's we're working on something. That's what you got to hope it is. If you if if you're Mosier, but at the same time, if you are Mosier, you look at this. If Notre Dame comes calling, do you go? See you bye. What about Jenny Baranchek? Oh, look what yeah. I'm doing, and all I can get is this. Well, who's to say Joe C didn't get them in a closed door meeting? Go maybe so. This is our five year plan here, or our mm-hmm. ten year plan. This well, is and, this is this is step one. Okay, so be patient. When Mosier was asked about it, he his comment was, I think all the paraphrasing, I think all the energy and all the ought to be to toward a new venue, not necessarily revamping this one. Yeah. So you gotta hope and it. they're not doing this, those allocation of money or whatever, by, while they keep coaches in the dark. You wouldn't think so. You know, they'd probably, he pro- like I said, probably brought them in. Go, Listen, this is the plan. Well, we already we're knew. About to be, there's about to be a big shift moving to the SEC. We have to have a plan. This is it. And you know, you knew softball is going to have a bunch of money because we know they're getting a new, a new building. Right, right. We'll be back. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. The Skinny on Sports. It's in the hole. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It's like I was in a time machine on the text line. Sam's getting older as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Tucker Family Beef of the Week. What is Tucker Family Beef, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Cook two. I ought to post these. I need to post these on our Facebook page. I mean, I would like. did you cook some lately? I took uh, last night. Oh, I cooked two prime ribeyes. Oh, I took before and after shots. Oh my gosh, that's good. That's good. It was delicious. You know, Friday night. It's like the first Friday night in a very long time where I got nothing, nothing going on. No games. No practice. Nothing. I plan on cooking. Plan on making some fajita steak. Oh yeah, out on the old yep Blackstone. We'll get some peppers and some of that Tucker family beef and make some. Slice I can it show up real good. I can show you. Woo! Kind of what the pictures. Were oh like. yeah. I took the side angles oh, so you could see how thick those that babies is, were. That so we got them cut. I don't know how you like your steak. But that's exactly how I would eat it. Right that's there. about right. Yeah. This is perfect for us the way we're we're in. Uh, I got a text from Monty last night. Uh, so here's the deal about Tucker Family Beef. It's locally born, raised, fed, and processed prime beef. There are three options to purchase. You can purchase individual cuts 
You can go on their website, tuckerfamilybeef.com. You can buy steak, ground beef, roast, briskets, what just individual cuts. You can buy through there. They've got bundles, uh, which is kind of a, a mix and match of different uh, cuts uh, at different levels of pricing and for what you get. You can get hamburgers and ribeyes and T-bones and sirloins and roast and round steak. You can get more hamburger, more steak, maybe just one roast. You know, there's, there's kind of mix and match there with the Boot Hill Bundle, the Buffalo Creek Steak Bundle, and the Sunny Point Bundle. And then also, you can buy bulk beef. What does that mean? It means a quarter, half, whole. They just sold out for, for March. Um, there was uh, He told me at church on Sunday, hey, I may have something for you. That's gone. But... Couple of le- there's a couple slots there for the bulk beef in April, several in May. So if you're looking for high quality, locally sourced, prime American beef, Tucker Family Beef is your place. And I'm going to tell you right now, the cost up front is more, but you'll never get this good of beef cheaper than buying it by the bulk. A quarter of how we we normally go the half route is because that's what we've got for freezer space. Yeah. Um, and, and you get it in your freezer at such a cheap rate that you, when you go, when you go to Walmart, like I did last night or wherever you go to buy your groceries and you look over the beef section and you kind of check out the prices and you go, ha ha, you're like JD Northcutt. Ha, ha, I'm way under that. And mine's better than yours. It doesn't get any better than that. It's Tucker family beef. Monty, give me a call. 580-374-5444. Check them out on the Facebook page, TuckerFamilyBeef.com is their website as well. You can order through there. Uh, it's an awesome eating experience, I promise you. Take it from me, the big fat guy who has an ironic name of Skinny. It's good stuff. What is your Tucker Family Beef this week? Well, I'll reserve this one for every Wednesday after the state tournament, okay? Well, the OSSA has to allow more than just one video streaming. I'm just going to say it. It's just a little personal beef with me. It, it has to be allowed. I heard our friends to the east politicking this this morning as well. Really? Because of, obviously, Weatherford in their arena tonight. It, it feels a afternoon. little like a monopoly is what it feels like. Because no matter what, if you want to watch a state tournament game, you have to pay. You either have to drive there and pay the ticket and go in, or you're paying a subscription to watch. And and there's and they kind of, you know, there should be options. I guess I'm not saying that if we did it, we would pay charge a streaming or whatever. But I, I just wish there were other options. Now there are kind of loosening it up. They're allowing us to film and post it later, which, by the way, the quarterfinal is on Warrior TV. By the way, I'm working on the other two. It takes some time, but maybe I'm have a beef because it's taking a lot of my time to put these films together. But it'd just be a lot easier if they just let us do it. Um, so I guess that's my beef. It just feels a little icky, and, and you're just nickel and diming the fan who just want to watch basketball, who just want to watch these games. And now there's no way around it. You have to pay a lot of money to go to these games. I just wish there was more of, a, more of, of an option for the fans. So I guess that's my beef. Yeah, it stinks. I mean, it, it just in no and this is no offense to any of those guys down there doing what they're doing. Not they, at all. They, they no. do. They, they, they do, do a great it, they do, job. They, they do a, for what they can do. Yeah. But here's the truth: if you're watching you, you're watching me, 
You're watching Ed. You're watching the guys over. They're going to do the Weatherford game today. Lake with in yeah. anybody, yeah. anybody that's followed that team, they know that team better than any of these guys can. They can recall a situation where so and so got in foul trouble at Leedy and were able to play the second half and get the team back into. You know what I'm? They they mm-hmm. we just see every single game all year long, and that familiar familiarity with the team those little nuanced nuggets that they they just aren't there and they can't be there because that familiarity just isn't there and that's what to me you miss and that stinks is the quality of the the camera work and all yeah it's fine mm-hmm. and, and you know but you just you, you're not you're just not as it's not as uh, familiar it's just not as as close-knit as what you get if it was the local broadcast being able to do it. I couldn't agree more. How about you? My Tucker family beef of the week this week. Jared, what year is it? It would be 2023. Are you sure? Yeah, even though I wish it wasn't. I. It seems like time is flying by. But yeah, I'm looking at the calendar right now. Are you positive? <laughs> I think so. It's 2023. Yeah. Then why in the hell can Novak Djokovic not play in a tennis tournament in America? He can't? They won't let him in. The COVID crap is still going. He can't come in the country. Wow. Well, but he, well, he can't come in the country legally. <laughs> Maybe if he goes down south, he Just go in. down. And he needs to. <laughs> no, here, there, there's a couple of ridiculous things here. Yeah, he, he can't fly into the country because he's unvaccinated from Europe or Asia. He could walk across the southern border. Hell, anybody can do that. We, we, that's been documented completely. But you know what else he could do? Now, there's, there's two tournaments coming up. One is out at Indian Wells, which is California, which is why you didn't hear anything about it, because Newsom isn't saying a word to Biden, because this is a, a federal deal. But after that, they're in Miami, and that's where Big Ronnie D is the governor. <laughs> he wrote a letter to Biden asking him, because they they denied his application, you can Djokovic submit an application to get in. They said no. You know what? He, it's unclear, and this just to me speaks to the ridiculousness of all this that we're still playing COVID politics three years later. But as of now, it is unclear, and and it really seems like this is a possibility that he could do. He can't fly into Miami. He can't fly into L.A. and drive down to Indian Wells. He can't do that. But you know what he could do? Take a cruise? A boat. A boat? He can fly into Bahamas and boat to Miami. And they'd let him in. sure he could afford that. Yeah. Is that not ridiculous? Does that, I mean, just ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. That's crazy. What are we doing? We're still... (laughs) This dude may be the greatest tennis player of all time. Of all time. And we're not letting him in because he didn't take a shot that's killing people. Oh, I mean, harming people. Allegedly. Ridiculous that we're still doing this. Let him play. Just like the, the, like the uh, Bad News Bears. Let him play. Let him play. Crazy. Crazy that we're still doing this with Novak Djokovic. Did you see, uh, have you, I'm actually 
just enjoying it because it's baseball. The world baseball classic. I just I, I it, saw that it started. I saw Otani hit a home run off his knee. Oh, that was an expedition. It wasn't a Oh, that didn't count. Okay. Yeah. But um they, they started last night and, and then uh there's uh, continued today or continuing today. And one was really, really, really early in the morning. I'm assuming it was played over on the other side of the world. It was Panama and Chinese Taipei. Oh yeah. Okay. So I had that on this morning while we're getting ready and everything and I just that was funny. You bring up COVID. It's almost three years. It's almost three elevens, the day I always circle. That was the day. That was three, the day here in Oklahoma day City. Thunder shut down mm-hmm. and the world pretty much followed suit. But I'm watching this and, and Katie, my oldest, going, What what baseball? What are you doing watching baseball? I explained it to her. So it's actually on the other side of the world. Where is it? I said, Well, it says Chinese Taipei. She goes, Oh, Chinese. The ones who ruined my kindergarten year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is exactly right. So well, yeah, it's I said, well, not an entire year, your spring semester, maybe, but <laughs> let it go. <laughs> it needs to stop. It, if the others, right. if it everybody else can lie about it, about what happened, so can, so can she yeah. fabricate the truth of, by about three months worth of school. Don't let, don't worry about oh, that. Boy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it um, it's it needs to. It's a thing of the past. It's right? ridiculous. It should be. It's absolutely ridiculous. We know we're getting more and more and more truth about it. We're understanding it more. And what's funny is what we were told then, and then we were told, no, that was wrong, is actually was the truth the first time. About oh, what's, what's, who it affects. Even hearing, the, hearing this thing about herd immunity, hearing a little bit more of that come up. Oh, you know what's finally being admitted? Masks don't work. I mean, that was admitted that's, a few weeks I don't even ago. know if that's been admitted yet with some of this stuff. I'll be darned if, you know hydrochloroquine and ivermectin oh, right. aren't, aren't uh, cures now. Right. Isn't that weird? You, what do you think would have happened? This is we're, we're getting way off the rails. And I, I hated <laughs> it's to your bring fault. This, it's your beef. I know. I hated to bring this up because, I mean, one of the reasons people listen to st- stuff like this is because of getting away from politics. But what do you think would have happened if Fauci would have been the one that said, you know what, hydrochloroquine and, I- and ivermectin work? Just kidding. It was never going to happen because he was making billions from the vaccine. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Just joking. Yep. But seriously. No. Yeah. It was uh, it was too readily available and too cheap to let this opportunity pass for those people to make billions over billions over billions and kill innocent people. Yep. I hope he burns in hell. I'm just going to say <laughs> it. I'm not kidding. Or we were told I was approach like okay i'm told this thing is like the flu then i'm going to treat it like the flu bed rest and plenty of fluids yeah and- it turns out flu's back <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that was gone three years ago all right let's crap. go back to uh great beef uh, i've got plenty of beef about that other deal too but uh monty and tucker family beef check them out facebook page tucker family beef tuckerfamilybeef.com is the website you can buy it through there you can buy what you want we have surely has hamburger oh yeah Ground beef, ground yeah. beef, steaks, roasts. I need. Guess, I got some stuff. family coming from California, Absolutely. and I've been already asked, Jared, will you make those hamburgers again? I think. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm gonna have to get some of that local Tucker family. Absolutely. Beef. Yeah. And and the cool thing about the the bolt beef, you know, the halves, the holes, the the quarters, you get to decide at the the processing how you want that. You know, what do you want to save? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a beef rib guy, you want the ribs. Yeah, let's have the ribs. You know, if you want, you know, these different cuts, 
ground up into the into the the ground beef or if you want to save those pieces how thick you cut your steaks that kind of thing you get to decide all of that it's completely custom to your liking uh with those with those orders that way at tuckerfamilybeef.com last night man the thunder were awesome but what a fun for what a fun game that was back and forth they hadn't beat the warriors since like 2019 uh, and oklahoma city does defeat golden state Final scores, 137-128. Steph was great with 40. SGA countered with 33. But, man, the Thunder are getting so many contributions from so many different people. Giddy, career-high 17 assists, had a triple-double with 17, 11, and 17. And they won this one without J-Dub, Santa Clara Jalen Williams, who was rocketing up. I mean, if you redrafted that draft – from last year he's easily in the top five maybe number two depending on how you would value the idea of Chet or you know Jabari Smith potential wise maybe Keegan Murray but I mean Jalen Williams was clearly way better than the 12th best player in that draft which is where he was picked what a shock Sam Sam found another one it's been a while since we've seen him do it in those middle rounds but the middle of that first round he certainly looks like he did it here and I'll tell you what else don't look now. I know people, even Jim, referred kind of negatively to this guy and wanting Walker Kessler, a big giant stiff in the middle. She blocks shots, whatever. That's what Chet's going to be, it's supposed to be. But man, look out for Usman Jang. That dude watching him on Saturday or on Sunday night in with my own eyes, mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he doesn't belong. He's only, what, 18, 19 years old out there? Yeah, 19. That guy. Don't give up on him just yet at all. Jalen Williams, Arkansas, shooting 41% from three this season as a rookie. That is off the charts for a second rounder. If Chet is good, man, this is going to be a lot of fun for a few years as as we see this team regrow into who knows what. Mm Mm-hmm. With all the different assets that Oklahoma City has, all the different options that they're going to have at their disposal with all these young guys and, and this and that, man, it's it, it looks like it could be a lot of fun to be a Thunder fan here again very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. I agree with everything you said. The, I mean, even Waters got in on the action. He had seven last night just looking at the lot, the box score. Look good, man. Um, and there they are right there at the cusp of maybe a play-in game. I was a little worried with the little skid that they went through. Now they've kind of gotten through that. And it's going to, what do we got? 17, 16 more games? 17. 17 more games. See what kind of run they can go on, get themselves in position. Why do you think the Warriors have struggled so bad on the road? They, they're like 7 and 25 on the road. That is, that's, that's really like, like what a young, up and coming team does, not a veteran squad like the Warriors. It makes me wonder if it's a lack of focus, if yeah. it's just uh, that part. I, I don't know. It, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not following the Warriors, obviously. Are they, was that the second of a back to back on the road, or are they on a road trip right now? I don't know. They lost Sunday at LA. That doesn't explain 725 for the entire season, though. No, listen, but it, they've, got a, they've only got a better road record than two teams in the whole league. The whole league. San Antonio and Houston. That's it. That's not a company you want to be with. That's it. And then they're right there with Detroit. Detroit is 7-26. and 26. There's only four teams that don't have double-digit road wins. And they're one of them. 
That is just, that now is a that, that is an anomaly. All of some that sort. being said, you still don't even if you have home court advantage, you don't want to see the Warriors in the playoffs. Yeah, you think Memphis is going? Yay, we get Golden State first round. No, Probably not. Not with what Memphis might be dealing with or who they have to play with. That's right, playing yeah. without. Yeah, we got to take a break. <laughs> we I, I pontificated too long about the vaccines and all that. <laughs> so we got to take a break. Come back. That's a big word. I'm impressed. Pontificate. That. So go to the the Webster's to see what that means. Don't kid yourself. I'm a languager. <laughs> we'll be back. Skinny on Sports right here. 98.1 FM, the Sports Channel. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat. The perfect form on the free throw line. That perfectly placed spiral football. And especially those perfect grill marks on a high quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. The Skinny on Sport. Yeah! Coming on, yeah! OCS trying to make a run in this first game of the 4A Boys State Tournament. They trailed by a bunch in the first half. They cut it to 10, now it's to 12-point Douglas lead. Minute to play in the third quarter. Hey, guess who's back? Back again. Terry's back. Tell your friends. Tell your friend. <laughs> he beat me to it. Terry Archer with Archer Accounting is back. He's got 40 years of experience. Archer Accounting's new location is 204 North Main, that's the west side of the historic Casa Grande Hotel at the corner of 3rd and Main here in Elk City. Terry will file your taxes, offers payroll and general accounting services for individuals and businesses. Give Terry Archer a call, 580-205-2032. Stop by that location at 204 North Main Street, uh, Monday, through thir- uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon, takes lunch, and then 1 to 4. Archer Accounting, reliable, knowledgeable, and affordable. What do you want to finish up with, Jared? Well, uh, we're out of time. I don't know. What do you want to do? I, I asked the Now question. all I can think about is Tucker Family Beef. That's all I got on my mind. Man, you know that, that best part of the ribeye? All of it? Yeah, but there's that really good part. <laughs> kind of the tail, you know? Yeah, okay. Oh, that's the part <laughs> I always get. I cut up the middle. You know, split it between the fam, uh-huh. and then I get that part. Very good. Daddy likey. <laughs> Daddy likey. Oh, man. If someone tuned in right in the middle, you know that best part, you know. You know the best part, you don't know, you? You know what I'm talking about. Man, we, we got all kinds of stuff we didn't get to. You had a long rundown today. I know, NFL. So you realize this is a one-hour show. NFL. Perk. Saying white dudes, the only reason white dudes win the MVP is because they're white, essentially. That got some blowback, sort of, not really. J.J. Redick was mad. Kudos to J.J. Redick, by the way, Yeah, for standing up to that Fe- on that show. That future, was pretty good. Future Fox Sports employee, <laughs> yeah. J.J. Redick. <laughs> you may be right about that. he said it in front of Stephen A., and Stephen A. Press said, um, you're done. You know, Stephen A. was more on his side than you would have thought. Really? Perk, now, you could tell that Perk has been hanging out with Stephen A. and doing TV with him. You don't want to know why? 
Did he start screaming? Yeah, because he didn't have an argument, so he just started yelling louder. Yeah, there you go. That's just the facts. What's the facts? That's just the facts. Well, what facts are you talking about? That's just the facts. He didn't say any facts. What are the facts? That's just the facts. Okay. Tell him. Couldn't do it. It's pretty wild. Um, you know, and then you see Lamar Jackson on the non-exclusive franchise tag. So what that means is, A, he doesn't get as much money, and B, though, he can negotiate. And so essentially what happens is, if somebody wants to pay him, either offer him a contract. It's almost like a uh, restricted free agent in the NBA mm -hmm. in some ways. Someone offer him a contract, the Ravens can either match it or they get two first-round picks in return. Right. Who do you think is going to be the quarterback taking the first snap for the Baltimore Ravens this year? I'll stay with Lamar. I think it'll be him. I think they get a deal done. Do you really? I kind of do. I really do. We're seeing, we're already seeing movement across the league, and I don't think there will be a home for him somewhere. Does that make sense? Like he's procrastinating too much, or they're going to drag their feet on this. And okay, this is the, this is where I need to be, and he'll make it work. This just my opinion. When you see Derek, if, if he was going to go somewhere, I thought maybe New Orleans, maybe maybe I don't know who who would pay him the money he wants. Am I making sense? Uh, we're going to find out. Who would pay him the money he wants? Atlanta is out of that. You know, we'd like have Derek to look. Derek Carr got a nice, nice little thing. Yeah. I mean, who? So, what's that tell you? Well, that's, that's what's mean, crazy. Do you think they were had any discussion of Lamar or Derek Carr? And they went Derek Carr? And then does it come down to ability or, 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 I don't know. Point is, I don't know if there's going to be a place for him anywhere else other than Baltimore. It's interesting. I can think of a couple of places where he'd be pretty awesome. Oh, I could think of a lot of places he'd be awesome at. Yeah, here's one of them. Don't I mean Raiders? Don't wouldn't the Raiders give him money? They seem pretty. I mean, whether or not you think it's smart or not, but they seem pretty loose. Lamar in Vegas. You know where he would be awesome? Where? Miami. Miami would be intriguing with the pieces around him. I don't think he's going to be there. I think Brett Huntley is going to take the first snap for the Ravens. Wow. Because then I think if you're the Ravens, you got two picks from whoever takes him. And then you got a better quarterback class coming next year. So do you kind of half tank to try to get yourself in position for a Drake May, a Caleb Williams, that kind of thing? I don't I don't think they try to fix it right off. In my mind. Right. I also don't disparage the Ravens. If they truly don't believe that Lamar Jackson is the answer long term to that level, then don't pay him. Don't pay him. Right. Don't hamstring your team. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's what everybody else is doing. This is kind of the Ravens' way in a lot of ways. They're they're a very smart organization. Always have been. 
you know, when you look at teams where it, you, you rarely see them in, in cap hell because they overpaid people. Mm-hmm. I think this is an interesting maneuver. Now, with Lamar's talent, could it come by to come back to bite him? Absolutely, it could. But you know, I I I think if your if your argument as the Ravens is durability, a he's been hurt the last couple of years. Then also you got to think about failures in the playoffs. Hasn't been able to get them to where they should have, or probably or people think they should have gotten to. Then. Are you going to hit your wagon to that financially and, and for those years? And I think they've made the decision no. I mean, why else wouldn't they complete franchise tagging? Right. It's to give him the opportunity to leave, in my mind. So this will be very, very interesting to see how this all shakes out Yeah, with the Ravens. But for the first time, this is the first time We've seen a team take a hard-line stance against a quarterback with this astronomical money they're being paid. And as a Cowboys fan, way to go, Giants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. $40 million a year for Daniel Jones? Heck yeah, baby. Yeah. Franchise tag Saquon, too, while you're at it. <laughs> Tie up that money. Idiots. Do it. Get her done. Yep. Hey, Eagles, pay Jalen $50 million. He led you to the Super Bowl. Do it. Cowards. <laughs> Anyhow, fun show. OCS, OCS down 10. Just started the fourth quarter to Douglas and that 4A boys. First game of the day, some of the uh, quarterfinals. State tournament. Thank you to Monty, Danielle, everybody, Tucker Family Beef. Beefs of the week were great this week. Everyone have a wonderful Wednesday. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat the perfect form on the free throw line that perfectly plays spiral football and especially those perfect grill marks on a high quality cut of locally sourced prime beef it takes lots of time to perfect quality but a quick simple call or message to tucker family beef can put locally born raised fed and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks give monty tucker a call at tucker family beef 580-515-4477